Welcome to Daily Shots, your daily dose of the Word of God, from the Verbum Dei Catholic Missionary Family. Speak my word with your life, follow me, yes it's alright, I'm your way, your truth, your life, oh speak my word. Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 5, verses 1 to 20. I will only read the first part of the Gospel. I encourage you to read the entire Gospel later, during your time of prayer. As you read the Scriptures, I invite you to use your imagination. Composing the place, imagine yourself in the story. Use your senses, what do you see, what do you hear, what do you smell. Be swamped with the scene, with what is going on, be in the story. Jesus and his disciples came to the other side of the sea, to the territory of the Gerasenes. When he got out of the boat, at once a man from the tombs, who had an unclean spirit, met him. The man had been dwelling among the tombs, and no one would restrain him any longer, even with a chain. In fact, he had frequently been bound with shackles and chains, but the chains had been pulled apart by him, and the shackles smashed, and no one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and on the hillsides, he was always crying out and bruising himself with stones. Catching sight of Jesus from a distance, he ran up and prostrated himself before him, crying out in a loud voice, What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. He had been saying to him, Unclean spirit, come out of the man. He asked him, What is your name? He replied, Legion is my name. There are many of us. And he pleaded earnestly with him not to drive them away from that territory. Hi, my name is Ray and I am from the Philippines. This man's life in the gospel story has come to an end. And what a wonderful end. He was a lost spirit, imprisoned to the dead, consumed by the rot of broken dreams and hopes, chained by his slaveries, hurting his spirit. He is uncontrollable. A swarm of confusion says, antagonize him. He said nothing remotely sensible. Calls himself not by his own name, but by the name of someone or something whose whole aim is to confine him to the wretched and the doomed. The man in the gospel may represent any of us at any given day, at any given time, since we are all occasionally overwhelmed by anger regrets, despair. We are also bound by too many vices, excessive ambition and uncontrollable wants, which can sometimes harm our relationships, confusing us about what should be our top priority. The man in the tomb recognizes a familiar person from a distance, but he can't quite make it out yet. 
He dashed towards the man exiting the boat. As the apparition got stronger, resembling the Holy One of Israel, he immediately asks, What have you to do with me, Jesus? Are you here to annihilate me? Are you going to disregard and drive me away like everyone else? Will you also punish me like everyone else? Two days later, as the man sits by the window of his house, the memories of the previous days are still fresh. He is now in a serene condition of quiet, comforted by an incredible sensation of rest and newness. The gentleness of Jesus' touch, the softness of his voice lingers like a rich perfume that never fades. His mere presence is like a furnace of burning coals releasing a flaming love, an intense love that even rudeness and the difficult surrender to and are consumed by. Every stubbornness, every crookedness, every strong tendency is melted away by God's love. Why do you love me so much, Jesus? How did I deserve such an unreserved, unending outpouring of this amazing love? I'm embarrassed by what I see, but you've never felt that way around me. My Jesus, I am the love of your life. May you be mine as well. This love sees beyond the evident and cancels out all inconsistencies, every sore sight, all trespasses. It is willing to look past the offense and the ugly, instead forcing itself to see the beauty hidden behind the offenses. The man's narrative in the tombs can be our story as well. Our circumstances and personal choices have led us to these desolate and freezing areas known as dark moments. But how simple it is to get relief if we merely run to Him who seeks us and longs for us by simply opening the door to the one knocking at the door of our hearts regardless of the condition we are in. This lover does not impose His love for us but patiently awaits for us to receive this love He offers. But more often than not, we are so caught up with the conveniences of the world that we forgot that Christ's conveniences are far more relieving and everlasting compared to the fleeting and the temporal. How frequently have we chosen to wallow in the dark, creating the illusion of a perfect world because everyone is doing it anyway. How frequently have we chosen to remain cold and different because of a past hurt? How frequently have we chosen to keep quiet because we don't want to offend someone even though he or she is wrong? It has happened to me countless times in my life that my decisions have drawn me away from the Lord, but there is always that need, that void that not even the world can fill. I was drowning. My heart was crying for release until one day I found myself returning to Mass, imploring Christ once again for help and asking Him to do everything He could to make my life valuable again. Take away these chains, O Lord. Take away these slaveries. Take me out from this tomb I am in. I ask Him to bring things back to their original state and to take everything that isn't His. 
And he did. If you allow Christ to enter and take control, you will undoubtedly find the strength to overcome any difficulty and obstacles you are having right now. You will no longer be the victim, but a survivor, a victor. And victors are those who seek Christ's help, who choose to be comforted by Christ alone. And soon, they model their lives after Christ's life and love. These are the ones who never looked back and remained in Christ. These are the people who chose to have a relationship with Christ, who let Christ into their life, and whose lives were never the same again. The Word of God is the key to this special relationship. How else can God's Word function as a door? The Word of God contains every promise, every story of hope it is a buffet of encounters between the lover and his beloved a memoir about a patient lover who went to great lengths to find his beloved the bible contains the greatest love story of all time each tale in the bible speaks to a god who has only you on his mind and in his heart a god who forgives who releases, who restores, a God who loves you tremendously. Glory be to the Father. Amen.